The views expressed on this program are solely those of the speaker and do not reflect the views and opinions of Centennial Securities. Be reminded that this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Happy Friday! Welcome to the Weekly Investment Podcast, where we discuss the week's must-know investment news and how it affects your money. I am your host, Walter. This week we discuss OpenAI's share sale, yields up, and September's volatility explained. It's been another exciting week in the investment world, so let's crack right into the news. OpenAI the artificial intelligence startup behind ChatGPT is exploring the possible sale of existing shares at a much higher valuation from a few months ago. What is the motivation behind OpenAI's selling shares? Earlier this year, OpenAI raised $10 billion in funding from Microsoft, which it used to develop new products, fund AI model training, and which gave OpenAI a valuation of $30 billion. The new proposed deal would allow OpenAI employees to sell their shares and could value OpenAI at close to $90 billion. That valuation would make OpenAI one of the world's most valuable private companies and, if finalized, would represent a meteoric rise in valuation. Microsoft owns 49% of OpenAI and a stock sale at $90 billion would triple the value of OpenAI on Microsoft's books. OpenAI is the creator of ChatGPT and is poised to generate around $1 billion in revenue for the year. This is a key revenue number in the eyes of prospective new investors, and the appetite for AI investment has never been higher. The AI space has been hailed as the next frontier for technology and has become the latest buzzword in Silicon Valley, making now a particularly good time to consider a share sale and strike while the iron's hot. There is no guarantee that Microsoft and OpenAI can maintain dominance over fellow tech titans like Alphabet and Meta who are building their own AI competitors. For now, Microsoft will have to contend with a minority stake in OpenAI because the company has ruled out going public in the time being in an effort to cap Microsoft's share at just below half. OpenAI's rapid success is a sign of the buzz around artificial intelligence, and tripling their value in months rather than years is a growth rate that will be hard to sustain. But with everyone from businesses, industries, and governments frenzied about the possibilities of artificial intelligence, the timing seems ideal for OpenAI to raise new funds. The U.S. 10-year Treasury bond is now yielding more than 4.5%. While that level is perhaps not a problem in and of itself, the speed at which it got there after the Federal Reserve's policy announcement last week 
is worth watching. What is going on with long-term bond yields? Three years ago, during the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic, yields on the 10-year Treasury were just over one-half of 1%. With a 4% increase since then, there are a couple of factors at play in that increase. Of course, interest rates have gone up in a historically accelerated pace in the last 18 months. But in the last week, a recalculation of the risk premium or compensation that investors demand for the risk of holding a bond over its time to maturity has increased. Let's break down the components of long-term yields. First, there is the market's estimate of the Fed's long-term interest rate target plus some premium or additional return expected because investors demand compensation for holding a long-term asset. Recent increases in yields are due to a re-evaluation of the risk premium demanded. The question now is, why is the market demanding more return on U.S. debt? Higher return is not necessarily a bad thing if that additional return is expected due to a higher growth environment where the economy is more resilient than in the past. However, the other consideration is more negative, with investors worried about increased government debt, deficits, and the ability to function with a government shutdown looming. Rising long-term yields will have clear winners and losers. There is the possibility of renewed trouble for banks and insurance companies, which tend to hold long-term assets like 10, 20, and 30-year bonds, whose prices get hit hardest by rising yields. Thankfully, after the SVB and Signature Bank debacles earlier this year, the Fed put in measures to help support banks that hold long-term government assets. Bank of America, a systemically important bank and a big holder of long-term U.S. debt, will breathe a sigh of relief for that support. Winners include those with cash on hand or with bonds maturing in the short term. Those monies can lock in higher interest rates, which may pay off once long-term rates stabilize and then trend downwards. September is historically the S&P 500's worst month. Overall, from 1928 to 2022, the S&P 500's yearly returns have been 63 positive times and negative in 31 years. This year is holding true to that trend with the index down about 5% since the 1st of September. Who are the worst performers? Where are the bright spots? And what does that mean for your money? For September 2023, the worst performing sectors are utilities, down roughly 6%, transportation and healthcare, both down about 4.5%. The worst performing stocks include Virgin Galactic Holdings, down almost 33%, Chewy Incorporated, down 31%, and AMC Holdings, down just over 30%. The best performing sectors include Energy, up 9%, Consumer Discretionary, down 1.5%, and Financials, 
down just over 1.5%. Some of the top performers include ExxonMobil, Halliburton, and Valero, all up between 9 and 12% for this month. So what does this mean for your money? Some of September's numbers are not a surprise. For example, we discussed on an earlier podcast the seasonality of the energy sector and that energy prices and profits tend to increase going into the fall and winter. So the outperformance of that sector this month is no surprise. To conclude, the best performing sectors and the stocks within those sectors will change from month to month and from year to year. Not being swayed by short-term trends and sticking with your long-term strategy are critical to meeting your investment goals. Also, volatility brings opportunity, and this September is no exception, with some companies now on sale. Next week, we answer one of your questions. Submit your questions to investwithwalter.com and join us next Friday for that and much, much more. Thank you for listening, and please have a nice weekend when you get there. Talk to you next week.